Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Thursday, and the market, uh, well, it's proper. It's down again today, and uh, who knows where it's, where it's headed from here, but uh, not, uh, not looking good in terms of uh, the overall market. Just uh, kind of a down day today. There was a modest bounce on Wednesday, but uh, not uh, not looking quite as good as it has been looking. Just wanted to uh, kind of go over some of the numbers here for the indexes. Uh, on the Dow, we were down um, a, yeah, just a tad, 0.47, almost a little less than a half percent. On the Dow Jones, uh, you know, almost a percent. And then on, of course, on the NASDAQ, a full point down. So... Uh, that that's not not what we want to see, but uh, it is definitely what's going on here. So, um, without further ado, let's get into some of the numbers here uh, and uh, take a look. All right, um, I have an interesting chart here. This is the major indexes since uh, two thousand since the beginning of the month, and as you can see, uh, if you're looking on YouTube, uh, the only index that's sort of doing really, really well, of course, is the, um, you know, is, is, is the index, which is the, um, um, you know, which, which, which is the um, XLE. So let's take a quick look at that. There we go. Um, basically, you know, what's going on here is that uh, the XLE, that's the red line, has definitely been outperforming the rest of the market and uh, just, uh, just, you know, that's part of the reason I'm, you know, the only stocks really I'm in right now are in stocks. And that's because, as you can take a look from the indexes here, uh, they're down basically for on all on all three indexes. So not necessarily the greatest uh, the greatest setup that you'd, that you'd like to see. So, uh, you know, that's part of the reason I've been so bullish on the uh, oils. Really the only thing you can, you, you can see there. Um, I want to also show you this chart, and this chart is uh, the performance since the first of the year um, with the major indexes and sort of where they're located and what they're doing. If you look at this, you can see that the XLE, which is the Energy Select Spider, that one is up uh, significantly. The Dow is actually down for the year, so is the uh, S&P and the um, NASDAQ. So technology is in the basement. And it seems like energy is uh, that's the best. I uh, just want to show you kind of what I have in terms of stocks out there right now. Um, basically, uh, Petrobras, that was down today. <laughs> BJ's was down today. As a matter of fact, everything that I had was down today. I have six stocks. They're all down. Um, um, GLNG, down. Oxy, down. LNG, down. And DVN, down. So... Just not what you want to see when it comes to that. You want to see more green than red. And unfortunately, right now, it is a red day. So uh, not, uh, not, not exciting when it, come, when it comes to that. Uh, kind of a red day there for, um, for everything that I basically have. So um, hopefully your results were different, but I, I doubt it just because the whole market seems to be pulling back. Taking a look at the uh, small portfolio, as you can see now, this is not all the stocks, but the demonstration portfolio that I trade typically. Um, it's, uh, I have a large position in, um, in uh, it's down as well as 
as well as Petrobras, which is the Italian, which is the uh, Brazilian national oil company. So kind of disappointing uh, all the way around here. But uh, hey, you know what? You got to you got to take the good with the bad sometimes. And definitely today, it's not been the good. So uh, you know, just like the old uh, thing with uh, Clint Eastwood, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well. It's mostly been the bad today uh, with, with, uh, with, with stocks. Uh, I still am fairly um, lightly, uh, I'm still fairly lightly exposed to the market, but you know, it's, uh, I may, I may have to get even lighter as we, as, as we, as, as, as we say. All right. This is a question from Charles. Thank you so very much, Charles. I always like your questions. Don't you love this volatility? Well, actually I can give some more. I wish that wasn't the case. Let's look at the VIX. Uh, let's see if I have a good chart for the VIX here. Uh, and of course this is the volatility. So if you're not familiar with it. Okay. Let's see. If it's going to let me do that, zero um, fix. Uh, yeah, there we go. This is the CBOE, the uh, Chicago Board of Trade VIX index. And as you can see, wowie kazowie, this is on the daily chart here. And uh, let's uh, zoom that over for everybody watching on TikTok. It is just absolutely a, um, it, it is just, it, it is just absolutely volatile. Just really kind of a you know rough rough day uh and uh let's let's go to the monthly chart kind of give us a little bit of a twenty thousand square foot view you can see this is just volatile all over the place so even the vix is volatile wow i mean this is just a lot of volatility in the market so just not uh, able to get much of a trend you get in the trend it looks good and then boom you're 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 first out just like today so it is a tough market to trade um so, unfortunately, probably some of your better uh, strategy here might be to be a little bit light, you know, lighter in the market than you normally would be, um, just because it's, uh, it is very, very, very volatile out there. So, just tough market to trade. Um, Jim, DVM back when I entered. Will it surpass its all-time high? I think it will, Jay. You know, let's look at, uh, you know, I recommend this stock, and I own it, by the way. Uh, DVN. I bought it. So, you know, I, I'm trying to eat my own dog food as much as I possibly can here. DVN is, you know, it did pull back a little bit after hours, but it was up today amazingly. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, wrong answer. It was down today. 60. I entered here basically on DVN uh, at a, ha a half position at 70.30, which is basically the 70-day line. It pulled back to, to 69.48. Ouch. And then it's down to 69.35. Will it will it make the move up? Well, let's look at the five-minute chart. It's not looking selling at the end of the day, so hopefully we'll get a reversal here. I think it should, but, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda is uh, sometimes, you know, all you can say. Uh, right now, this is the five-minute chart. So uh, I definitely think it's getting some support right about uh, 69, 69.50. That's kind of kind of where I think we're seeing. We're we're seeing some of the support come in there is right about here, uh, but of course this is a day, this is a five minute chart so it doesn't really uh, show a lot. But I definitely think we're getting some support here, and hopefully tomorrow it will be an upward trend. Who knows? But uh, I do like the stock uh, for a lot of reasons, and uh, we'll kind of go for, go over some of them here. Um, one of the things is that it's sort of in the right sector. Uh, as I've been saying, you know, 
it's got a hundred percent checklist, which is very good. There's very few of hundred percent checklists out there in this market on the technicals. Uh, it is basically very, very close to the 21 day moving average. Definitely always try to buy close to that 21 day. If you can, typically that's what the programming traders trade off of. So, so it's good. It's good in that respect. It's close to that 21 day line. So that's a good, that's a good place on the pattern recognition. Uh, we are basically 8% below the pivot, which is a cup with handle, which is the best of the, of the basing patterns actually, but it's a stage three. So that looks good too. So I definitely think we're going to likely to get a bounce here, probably off the 21 day line. I'm hoping tomorrow right now, we're just above it. We're at 1.10% above the, um, above the, uh, the, the, the 21, the 21 day line. Uh, I've been apparently all year for to enter the market, but when will this plate stop? Boy, I, you know, I wish I knew, but I definitely think here's the thing. And, you know, and this is anecdotal, so take it with a grain of salt, but here's the thing. September right now is one of the worst months. Now I suspect if history is a guide, this has been going on since about 1900. I'm looking up my notes here, but, um, but basically September is, probably the worst month in the year. I suspect that we get to the end of September, we're going to start to see a little bit of a pickup towards the end of the year. I'm hoping that is the case, uh, but you never know. So right now we're sort of, you know, traditionally this is September traditionally is the worst month, but you never can tell. You, you, you never can tell here. We are in the cyclical down market right now. So not a great uh, place to be, but uh, we're just, we're just in one of those, we're just in one of those markets. All right, let's see. Let's take a look. Um, EV charging stocks. Yeah, EV are, are, are up on a bad day. Um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 ChargePoint, EVgo, and there's another blow charge. I've actually traded EV. I think actually I've traded all of these. Currently not in any of them, but let's look at their relative performance. I think that's a good uh, that's a good segue uh, here is to is to look at some of the EV charging stocks. I'm really not as bullish on this, but. Uh, um, because part of the reason I don't think there's a, I don't, I don't think there's a much of a mode on these, but, uh, let's look at EVgo. Uh, look at EVgo first. Oh, and I'm going to, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to, uh, uh, do a comparison between EVgo. Uh, let's see. This is from the first, I'm going to do it from <clears throat> essentially from the first of the year. I think it's the fairest way to do it. All right. Okay. It just gave threw me an error. Let's see if we get can get this to to rock. There we go. Yeah. All right. So it's not letting me move it. I don't know why, <laughs> but it isn't. It isn't allowing me to. Let's see. Let's see. There we go. Maybe, maybe we can see it there. Okay, so EVgo. Uh, let's see, and let's look at charge point. C R P T. I think it is here. P T. Is that right? All right, that is. Uh, and blink. Let's look at blink. Okay. 
Oh, right. Doesn't, yeah, blinks on there. It's amazing. I can't even see it. I guess it's done. Is that right? Oh. Well, I guess it's done. Oh, okay. Charge point. Okay, charge point. There's charge point. All right. So let's take a look at the and compare both of them. Charge point with EVGO. These are the two. Um, these are these are the two EV stocks currently. Um, and uh, there we go. So here the here is the um, the comparison of the EV charging stocks. As you can see, EVGO is definitely is the one. ChargePoint is definitely the laggard here. Uh, EVGO, EVGO had a pretty good day today. I just, I don't know. I'm just really not as bullish on these. On these, And here's the reason why I'm not bullish on them. They don't really have anything special going for them. Uh, another, an EV stock uh, charging company could just start up just willy-nilly. It would be really easy. And I suspect if there's, if there's any, uh, if there's, a, if there's going to be any, um, competition with the oil companies, the oil companies will just jump in and, and create these too. So I'm really not very, very bullish on the sector at all. Uh, it's just, uh, just one of those things. I'm just, I'm just not, but, uh, it is interesting. Uh, it, it definitely is interesting to take, to take a look at them, but I'm not really very bullish on the EV charging sector. I just really am I'm not because I think it's going to be very easy to enter that sector, uh, with nothing in particular significant. So, that's one of the reasons why uh, I'm prob I'm avoiding these stocks right now. Just that you know, just the way it is. Uh, just just the just the way just the way it is. Let's take a question from Christine Rodriguez about Tesla, and of course, uh, Tesla has been a great stock. Uh, I definitely have traded it quite a bit. Not so much this year. I've been sort of on the sidelines this year with Tesla, uh, more so than. Um, than the other stocks, but uh, the problem with um, the problem with Tesla currently is that it is um, uh, it just it just isn't uh, uh, it just isn't uh, doing it's, it's it's having trouble moving above the 300 day moving average. So I probably would not be a buyer here, even though it's up at 300. Uh, I just think that that there's a lot of resistance at this level. I just uh, I, I think that there's a lot of I think there's a lot of resistance at the $300 level for um, for Tesla. And so what's going to happen is that every time it's going to get up to about 300, people are going to sell the stock that they bought up here at 400 and 402 and 414. This is what they call overhead supply. Let me just uh, shift the camera here for TikTok to show this. But uh, here's here's what I'm seeing with Tesla, you know, you've got this, um, you you've got this um, really this resistance ceiling here at about 300. So until it can move up above about 314, I don't think it's necessarily uh, going higher. Well, let's just take a look at the uh, checklist on it. I don't think the checklist it's getting better. So the checklist is 78%, very good. I definitely buy 78 checklists, uh, but it's still a little bit off of its all-time high. I want to see it closer to its all-time high, and I also want to see its uh, EPS over 80, uh, rating over 80. So it fails in those two accounts. So currently, I am not looking 
to uh, move into a position in so but they change so uh, you know just just uh, keep watching uh, JAKK I'm not familiar with JAKK um, Charles let's see uh, if I can jump on over there to that uh, and see um, JAKK uh, let's see let's see let's see let's see um, Jack's Pacific I don't know this one. Manufacturers include, oh, it's, okay, toy vehicles. Okay. I am not familiar with this, but it's in the toy and leisure games area, which that's probably the one thing in a, in a downturn. You know, children aren't going to still have their toys. <coughs> Definitely when it comes to when it comes to that. Um, it's got a 98, 99 relative strength. I like the fact that it's, that it's way extended. So here's the thing, just basically, just to, you know, off the top of my head on this one, uh, I wouldn't, I probably would not buy this one just because it is extended. So, um, I, I just, I think that you, you're, especially in this market, we're in a downward trend. I think you got to buy the best of the best stocks, absolutely. But I think you got to buy stocks that are not extended. And this one is extended, it's got a pretty good uh, checklist 78% on the pattern rack. We're um, basically 40% above. The cup, which the pivot was uh, sixteen um, ninety one, so this is extremely extended, and I would just be super duper careful when it comes to extended stocks. I think you just got to take a pass in this environment. It's just uh, it's just too difficult to come out with something that is is not going to work. It's 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 painful, but I just think you got to let this one uh, one one uh, go away. I mean, I think you just got to let it go. Are you a buyer of Shiba Inu? No, I am not. I am not a buyer of crypto at this time because crypto is probably going to go lower. And I'm going to get interested probably in crypto once again when Bitcoin hits about 8,000. I think it might happen probably within the next year. So we'll see. But right now I'm out of the crypto market. I just uh, very tough. Um, very tough. Okay, how's the RSI? I would really recommend avoiding charge point because I think you can get clipped on that one. But I'll show you the RSI. CHPT, of course, is the charging stock. Um, I think really right now the market is not favoring uh, just it's not favoring tech. It, it's just it's just not favoring tech at all. Uh, and uh, the uh, the relative strength is pretty good, 93. That's that's pretty decent on this one. Uh, this was a you know kind of a, it's got a 67 checklist. On the technicals, it's okay. We're about 16% above the 21 day line, so I just definitely wouldn't buy it here. Uh, maybe in the future, if it if it uh, if it if it's closer to the 21 day moving average, maybe I would buy it. But uh, I think what you got to be you know for uh, uh, you know, for for um, uh, you know, CHPT uh, is extended, so no buy. So I just I just think you can use you know right now. Unfortunately, you know we're probably going to go lower. The market looks like it's going to go lower. I would not be a buyer of ChargePoint just because. Charge point is extended, and, and yes, it's in a, it's it. You know, you think, wow, it's a no-brainer. They're going to have charging stations all over the country. I grew, I totally believe that is true, but there's a problem with that, of course, and that is the grid, and they can't handle it. And so, I would be really careful with this one. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it doesn't have uh, overall. Let's let's look at charge point here. Going to do. I'm going to do the the uh, this graph again. See if we can 
see if we can show it here. There's charge point. Okay. Maybe this will let me go. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So this is charge point. Let's let's look at the competitors to charge point here. And it's taking a second for it to refresh. So that little that little wheel. Hopefully we'll stop turning here in just a second. And we'll take we'll we'll compare charge point with blink charging and with EVgo. And those are really the three ones that uh, that I've that I have heard experience trading. But the problem with this set course is that uh, it's so easy to buy, it's so easy to make these companies. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, maybe if there's a consolidation, uh, that might that might work. Well, goodness gracious, I just does not want to let me, for some reason, is having trouble pulling this. But anyway, charge point, very volatile. Uh, I just would not be um, at this point. I just, I just, I just wouldn't be a buyer of uh, of charge point. I just, I just wouldn't be a buyer of it. All right, let's take another question here, quick. Uh, Boyle, is it still a good buy? Uh, good question. Uh, let's look at Boyle. E -O -I -L. And this is the ETF that is uh, related to natural gas. I am very bullish natural gas right now. Uh, it is pulled back and it pulled down again today to the 50-day uh, to the to the 50-day moving average. The relative strength though is 98. So let's compare this with the natural gas index to see. This is the ETF, of course, that covers the natural that that covers natural gas. But let's see if we can put in um, uh, the. Let's see if I can put it in here. Zero nat gas. There we go. So this is this is boil, which is the um, boil, which is the uh, uh, the ETF that covers natural gas prices, and this is the actual price of natural gas. So pretty similar, but actually, believe it or not, the actual natural gas is outperforming the this. So uh, is this still a good buy? That's the that's the that's the crux of the question. You know, I. I would be careful buying this here. I would wait. I think there's some better. I think some better opportunities. What I'm doing here is I'm drawing a trend line. So, I, I think you need to wait until it moves above 140. Um, here, I, I, I think your better play is to go with something like an LNG, which is transporting the natural gas. Let's take a look at that. That was uh, off today, but it's been uh, it's been moving higher. As you can see, I purchased it at 165 here. We're up a little bit from that. We're at 171, um, and I just I purchased that a few days ago. Um, I I do like this one as the natural gas play, rather than boil. This is a this is a company that's that's basically a transport company. I mean that that basically takes the natural gas and liquefies it and then puts it on ships. Uh, I like this one. This is looking at the weekly chart because of this relative strength line. It's headed north, and uh, it's a little extended here on the on the weekly chart. But uh, one of the things I think you can take a look at here is the sales increases that they've had. And, of course, the profitability. They're just starting to get profitable here. So uh, I would recommend, as opposed to boil, I think, I think you're better off with either some of the shippers, the natural gas shippers like GLNG uh, or FLNG or uh, LNG, which is, the, uh, uh, which is actually the... Uh, um, the uh, Chenier, the the liquefier of it. So that's that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. Uh, that 
All right. Uh, let's see. Let's look at for Charles visit V I S T. And let's take a quick gander. Vista Energy. I like the ones that you're looking at. Definitely. This is a Mexican based company. I like this. This is a good chart. It's a cheap chart, but I like the fact that uh, you're looking international on the uh, oil and gas companies because I think that, that uh, you know, this is going to be a big area. And, uh, uh, it now is legal in Mexico to drill uh, for natural, ga to natural gas and oil if you're not Pemex with the, the national oil company. So this is a big, this is a big change in the Mexican. It, has, it was a Mexican. They had to change the Mexican constitution to do this. Uh, there's a ton of oil and gas in Mexico that has been just sitting there since the 1930s. And I think some of these companies that are exploring that are Mexican in Mexico have a really good future. And I'm very bullish on them. Uh, right now, there's a pivot on um, Vista right here at about $10, uh, about, about $10 a share. We were above that. We definitely have a little resistance at $10. It fell below that. But the question is, if it comes down to that 21-day line, I think it's going to reverse higher. This is a very tough market because uh, it just, you know, it's it's pretty unforgiving. Uh, but uh, it's 28 rolls of strength. I like that. On the technicals, we're, we're only 1.67% above the 21-day line. So this is a good place. So I believe, uh, I believe, Charles, that you have discovered another really good one. I'm going to put a little check mark there on that uh, i think if really this is a this is a good one i think uh you know i think this is viable actually uh believe it or not uh it's uh it's it's in the top of the market so i i uh, i like this one um you know i hadn't seen this one uh, uh before um but i think but i but i definitely i definitely like this one v-i-s-t so very good I think it's buyable here. I really do. I think I think you can. I think I, I think you can buy. Uh, I think you can buy this one. Uh, it's got a nice chart. It's coming up to the pivot, and uh, very very good on that. V I S T is the symbol for uh, Vista Energy S A B dot C V, and it's based in Mexico, uh, and they do um, uh, production in uh, uh, of oil and gas in Latin America and in Argentina. So. Very nice. I definitely like that. Uh, I definitely like that uh, that symbol. So, very nice. Uh, very very nice. All right. Let's see if uh, on Antonio, uh, any thoughts on Yeti? Um, you know, this is a lifestyle company, of course. Yeti uh, coolers, um, based in Austin, Texas. I don't have any Yeti stuff. It's, too, it's kind of too pricey for me. I mean, I'm a I'm a cheapskate. So, what do you know? Well, you know, don't don't uh, follow me on that. Uh, y E T I. I think a lot of these um, lifestyle brands have been having issues. Unfortunately, this is the kind of the trend. Ouch. Uh, I wish this were a better trend. This is a downward trend. We're below the 200 day moving average. It's got a relative strength of eight. So that means that 92% of all the shares on the market currently are doing better than Yeti. So, gosh, I wish I had better news for you on that. Um, just not, does not look like a winner here. Uh, four out of nine. That's just not a good, that's just not a good chart. Um, pattern wreck on this one. Yeah. It's 66% below the last pivot. So this is just not doing well. I think you just gotta, I think you kind of avoid it. Unfortunately, 
Um, now I'm not now the way I trade. I'm not a great bottom fisher. There's some people that are great at bottom fishing, not me. Uh, I have to say that Yeti uh, is not a buy. I just I just think you got to avoid this one. Uh, it just really isn't it it, uh, it 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 really isn't a buy. So Yeti, which I spelled incorrectly, if I get that right. Um, Yeti just isn't ready. Yeti, <laughs> so Yeti's not a buy. Really isn't a, isn't a buy. This is a bad chart, unfortunately. Um, you know, but I appreciate you bringing it up. Absolutely, Charles. Uh, U.S. is opening 100 million acres of oil leases. Who will benefit? Well, uh, a lot of the domestic producers are going to benefit. Uh, a lot of the domestic producers. This is a good question. Uh, I primarily focus in, of course, on the Texas market, which is uh, primarily the Permian, but there's also some other large uh, oil fields here. But uh, basically, a lot of companies will benefit, and there'll be the domestic companies, companies like uh, um, Occidental should should do well in this market, uh, uh, Ranch Resources, Devon, uh, and a number of them. So uh, they definitely, finally, I mean, uh, you know, this this is the kind of thing. I think that we need to see our oil leases basically coming available. Now, one of the things about it is that there's a lot of oil on private lands that they've 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 kept off the market. They've made it difficult to uh, uh, to to trade, and that and those also are significant when it comes up to that. But uh, I think the fact that uh, you know the oil leases these are going to be leases on federal lands, uh, so you can see them primarily you know in the western states. I suspect. Um, uh, interestingly enough, Texas has very little federal land. Interestingly enough, California, Nevada, those states have lots of federal land. So you would think that the wide open spaces would be in the western part of the United States. They are wide open spaces, but it's mostly owned by the federal government. So that's the thing. Most of the land that uh, most of the big production in the oil leases has been off of the federal lands. Now, hopefully, it'll open up the uh, the uh, some of the leases in in the Arctic and in, um, in, in in Alaska, there's a ton of them up there too. So a lot of potential up there. But I definitely think it'll produce uh, it'll it will um, benefit most of the smaller companies, uh, in pop, primarily Occidental, uh, Occidental, and uh, and, I, and also think you know Exxon probably will get a few of those leases as well. So um, kind of a, definitely will benefit the market. I hope. Um, WTI. Let's look at that for for Charles. WTI. Is this West Texas Intermediate? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Offshore. You're looking at definitely the right thing. Interesting stock. This is a relatively inexpensive stock. Below seven dollars, I don't. Below ten dollars, I don't really usually cover them as much. But right now, with the condition of the market, oil and gas is really the place to be in the market. So, um, definitely think that uh, that this is this is this has some potential. Look at that. We've got uh, a 98 relative strength. We've got buying coming in like that. Very nice earnings. Uh, let's let's look at the weekly here. Look at the longer term trend. Yeah, and uh, their sales are up 106 percent in the last quarter. Their their profits are up a thousand percent. That's incredible. 46 percent of funds. I'm not familiar with this company, but they have good cash flow. They have a PE ratio of five. That's pretty amazing. Uh, that's 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 pretty amazing. Let's take a look to see if this checks some boxes. 
let's look at this 60 that's not bad 68 percent. of course it's lower than ten dollars so this thing comes above ten dollars that will that will drop off there and it's uh 15 off of its all-time high uh and the earnings so this yeah this is this is doing okay let's look at the monthly i just want to see kind of where yeah this is yeah it's starting to come back here it really you know the key point here that it needs to move above, of course, is ten dollars um, on on this one. But uh, ninety-eight relative strength, I definitely think this is watch list worthy. Uh, good stock, um, good good stock on the roll. I probably would not buy it uh, right at this time, just because I'd like to see a little bit more strength. Let's look at Conoco Phillips. COP is the symbol there. Uh, yeah, this is, I think a bad if you're looking. For um, for a stock to buy is Conoco Phillips. Um, I just uh, I know that you know this this company's been around forever and a day, but this is really checking the boxes off. And I also like how a lot is out in on relative strength pattern wreck on this one. Very very good. It's basically uh, right at the pivot. And uh, let's look at the technicals. Uh, we're five. We're just a tad above five percent. So this is not a bad place to buy it. I want to compare this one. Right now, I'm, I haven't bought these yet myself, but I'm looking at ConocoPhillips, and I'm also potentially looking at Hess as ones to buy. Uh, yeah, Conoco is definitely outperforming Hess, so that's very interesting here. Just that kind of gives you an idea. Uh, I kind of want to look at the uh, numbers for Hess just really quickly. Uh, and this is a large company that you know you may or may not have heard of this is right below the pivot too these are both well well set up so um kind of kind of digress there a little bit so uh <laughs> that's kind of, kind of what i'm what i'm doing here all right Charles. oh let's uh let's take uh is X, xlu and xiv gonna gonna hold up um well let's compare let's look at them let's look at them basically everybody what um um what Lost in Love is talking about here is the Spider Select. So let's first look at the um, XLU. That's the utilities. This is typically the least. This is the, this is the most offensive of all of the uh, of, of of all of the um, the the Select Spiders. So let's look at this one, XLU. A little bit down today. Let's look at uh, uh, also look at uh, XLF. This is the financials. Um, you know the banks, and of course that's underperforming. We all know that. But let's look at uh, the one that I think is the best still, and that's the XLE. And of course that's outproducing them all, right? So financials here, uh, utilities here, energy here. So I think this is where you got to be in the market is in the energies. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, he's starting to, he's just starting to flatten out here. Um, if you'll notice, this is kind of, you know, it's going up a little bit, but not as much, a little bit, not as much. This has a much better trend here, XLE. So comparing these sectors, I think you really got to still kind of stay in the energy because I think that's where it's at. And you got to be selective, uh, because, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just, uh, um, it just is one of those things. Um, okay, let's see. TA, 
Well, I think it's probably a good idea always to look to take profit, especially in this market. I think, unfortunately, we're probably going sure. Um, I wish that wasn't the case, but I do think we probably are. Yeah, Travel Centers of America, another great one. Yeah, this is this is good. You know what? Boy, if you bought this right, and I think it looks like you probably bought it right down here. You probably bought it. See, if you bought it on the reversal, let's look at that. You know, I don't know where you bought it, but I suspect if you're a canceling trader, it looks like you might be. You might have bought it when, um, you know, when the the 50-day the line started moving up to the uh, to the 200-day line. By the way, this is doing very, very well. Whenever the 50-day line moves above that 200-day line, that's what they call the golden cross. That means that the stock is appreciating very nicely, and it came up and then copped out. So this is looking very good. Uh, here's the thing. Here's what I would do. I wouldn't sell it right now. What I would do is I would set my stop loss basically at the low of, la of, of where it started today. So what I would do just to make sure that you're going to, you're going to get the, you're going to get the money is I would set a stop loss right about at the 21 day moving average, which is about 54. And the reason I would do that, yeah, 5484, that's where the 21-day line is. That's where I would set my stop loss. I would set it right basically at that uh, at that line. And the reason I was – because that's going to be where it's going to get its support. So I wouldn't do anything here yet, but I would put my stop loss at the 21-day line and then possibly start moving it up. And then when it pulls back, you're going you're gonna to get uh, hopefully a little bit of uh, – a little bit of juice there. So hope you will get uh, the juice. Well, I'm almost out of time. Let's see if we can take some more questions from TikTok. Okay. And let's put on my ugly mug here so we can all see. All right. And uh, Microsoft. Is Microsoft a buy? No, I don't really. It is. Let's take a look at the chart and show you why I don't think Microsoft is a buy right now. just want to show you this because I think it's really important. Uh, that we're not buying NASDAQ stocks right now. Um, MSFT, of course, is the symbol for Microsoft. Uh, and back in 2008, uh, 17, I was making great money on this stock. Uh, just not the time for it right now. And here's why this is Microsoft. It's trading below that uh, 200 day. Um, it's, 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 trading, it's trading below that, uh, that 200 day moving average. This is that's this black line here. Yeah, it's trading below that 200-day line. It's also trading below the 50-day line, the 21-day line, and the 10-day line. So basically, we have what they call the stack, and the stack is upside down. They're going from high to low. You want low to high. You want, uh, you know, you you want you want to see an ascending chart. This is a descending chart right now, unfortunately. Uh, so if we were to look at it, kind of make it a little bit more simple. That's one of the things I like about this comparison chart, is it just shows very very uh, graphically kind of what's going on with the stock. If we were to compare that, let's say against the XLE, and the reason I'm using the XLE is because that has been the best performance this year. You can see this is tech down here. This is um, this is energy up here. You want to be in the energy. That's where the action is. The energy is still in an upward trend, even in this downward market. The tech, unfortunately, is in a downward trend. So I would not be looking at... Um, I would I would not be looking at uh, uh, Microsoft at this point. I just I just wouldn't. Unfortunately, <laughs> Twitter trade the volatility. Well, yeah, I mean you can definitely do that. Um, I'm not a day trader. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I am I am not a day trader. Ah, 
uh, I am a swing trader because I find that uh, it's very difficult to um, to trade better than the uh, um, you know than than uh, than the algorithms out there. All right, let's take a look at one stock uh, that um, has been doing well, and that's in the agriculture chemicals area. And uh, let's see, that would be I'm just trying to think of this off the top of my head. Um, in the fertilizer space, I know that nutrient. Let's take a look at nutrient NTR. This stock, yeah, nutrient. Uh, let's pull back a little bit. Let's look at nutrient. Uh, let's look at LTR. We're, I'm looking at fertilizer stocks right now. That's what I'm doing. Oh, I don't. Hmm. Uh, mosaic. No, yes. Look at mosaic. That's also another fertilizer stock. Mosaic is doing a little bit better. Uh, and then um, uh, CF, CF Industries. I think that's probably the best of the bet. Best three. Yes, it is, definitely. So let's look at CF. Let's look at this since, uh, since the beginning of last month. That would be 8 1. So what I'm trying to do, look here, and let's, let's look at this really carefully. This is, this, these are the fertilizer here, basically, and you can see, um, since, and this is in the last two months. This is since, um, since uh, um, uh, August and September. So we're, you're about halfway through. So this is the last six weeks of the fertilizer stocks. Best performing is CF Industries but they're all kind of clustered there. So that's pretty interesting to me. Uh, do I like this group? Yes, I do. Even though it's fallen aerosol chemicals, I think we're going to have a situation this year with, uh, with uh, agricultural chemicals that are going to be difficult. Part of the reason why fertilizer is going up so much in price, uh, this is kind of a technical reason, is that most of the fertilizer that is made uh, uh, puts nitrogen into the soil and it's actually made from natural gas. And so with the natural gas prices going up, we're starting to see obviously more expense when it comes to fertilizers. Uh, many of the, where there's going to be a problem next year with, the, with harvest because many of the farmers are not putting fertilizer on primarily because of the price. So uh, this is also going to exacerbate food inflation probably next you know, 180 days. So that's one of the reasons we, but we can, you know, we can fight back against that, of course, by trading the uh, underlying, um, the, the underlying commodity, which is fertilizer. And um, uh, one of the areas, of course, is uh, uh, with the, with these stocks, but uh, it, it, they're relatively thin. Uh, and I think you just got to know that they're, they're relatively thin. So, um, um, but uh, CF is definitely the best of the breed right now. And it has pulled back to the, to the, uh, uh, the 50-day line. I definitely think it's getting some support there. It was down a little bit today. It's about 100 bucks a share. Uh, interesting company uh, in that they, uh, they, they basically are primarily in North America, but they produce uh, fertilizer. And, of course, the feedstocks for this is natural gas. So if we look at the, if we look at the price of these uh, fertilizer stocks, let's take a look and compare them against the price of natural gas because that's the, that's the key feedstock. So showing, as you can see, as the price of natural gas, it almost mirrors it. As the price of natural gas goes up, 
the price of fertilizer stocks go up. See that? And they all and they, they sort of mirror that situation. So if as long as we have high natural gas prices, we're gonna have high fertilizer prices. That's just the way it is. Okay, well, um I'm almost through jabbering here. Let's see if we got any more questions, then I'm probably gonna have to call it a day. Uh, but thank you so much for taking a look at uh, the show today. So appreciate it. Um, we're on every day at five o'clock. Uh, let's also, if you if you're not already a member of uh, the Action Trailer, it's super duper easy to get on that list. Just go to www. Dallas Trading Floor. Now, also, uh, and I tell this every day, but please, please, please like our show, like and subscribe if you're on YouTube or on uh, TikTok. We're also on uh, LinkedIn and uh, uh, Facebook. So uh, those are those are some other areas that we're on. So please uh, go ahead and like the show. I would please if you could do that. So hit that like and smash it, smash it, smash it, smash it. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow at 5. Everybody, thanks so much and happy trading. And um, right now, uh, it's a good time probably to be mostly in cash. Uh, right now, uh, I've been trying to move out into the market, but, you know, it's been pulling back. Right now, I'm really focusing on the commodities area of the market. I'm looking at um, I'm looking at uh, natural gas and oil, but mainly natural gas because that seems to be where the action is. And uh, also, but be very careful. You know, I'm about uh, 75% in cash right now. And uh, just waiting for a bottom. I think, uh, you know, September is a very tough market to trade. Typically, September is the worst market. Since 1900, September has been one of the worst markets uh, out there. So we got to kind of get through that. And I think we're going to see a bottoming, hopefully by October, November. And then possibly, and I, you know, I know this sounds kind of weird. Everybody's going to be hating on me for this. But I think we could see uh, a bounce. And I think we could see an up market because I think a lot of the uh, damage uh, has been done and uh, but we'll see you know there, there's a, there's a lot of headwinds in the market so please like and subscribe and I'll be back with you uh, tomorrow um, everybody happy trading <laughs>